This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello and welcome to the Blood Red channel. We've some massive breaking news regarding Liverpool FC and the intention to have used the government's furlough scheme. A statement from the chief executive, Peter Moore, has confirmed that the club are going to reverse their initial intention to use the scheme and, in fact, will find other means of continuing with their staff on the payroll in full. I'm Guy Clark. Alongside me to react to this huge news is our Liverpool FC correspondent, Paul Gorston. Gorsty, straight from the off, we spoke on Sunday on the agenda. We've spoken on Blood Red this afternoon about the decision. It was very, very unpopular indeed. And it seems as though the club have seen their senses. Yeah, it was the right decision. No question about that. Um, as, we, as we've already mentioned, Guy, I mean, this is the third time I mean, you've spoken about this particular topic now since since yesterday. And um, I always like to reiterate that the non-playing staff, around about 200 of the non-playing staff, were still going to be paid their 100% wages for this period, where they're essentially uh, not working. Um, so it would have been 80% coming from the government with Liverpool topping up the additional 20. So um, there was no kind of suggestion that the workers were going to be adversely affected by Liverpool's initial plans. I think it is right and correct to kind of point that out, but that doesn't really make it a, a correct decision morally, if you like. Um, they were accused of being a bit exploitative of the system, of taking advantage of a, of a hastily thrown together system that was designed to help out smaller businesses who have essentially lost staff or could lose staff because of this decision. You know, you think of bar, staff, bar work at the moment where everywhere's shut, so there's literally no way of paying that staff because there's no income coming in. That's why the furlough scheme was designed, so um, for Premier League clubs to be kind of getting involved in it wasn't right when you think of the money that most of them are able to to boast. Liverpool posted a, a pre-tax profit of £42 million less than six weeks ago, £533 million for the yearly turnover. So this is a club that is not in need of, of an injection of cash, particularly for the, the lowest paid set of workers, which, which will be you know, in the restaurants and the museums and, and other areas of the club that, as we say, is non-playing. So it's the right decision, no question about that. Um, sounds like it's been pretty fraught um, at Melwood or, or Anfield, rather, over the weekend, judging from Peter Moore's statements. But um, they've reached the right decision in the end. And another example of FSG, listening to, to public outcry and, and listening to the supporters and um, showing that they, you know, they, they do listen and they can um, backtrack on, on moves that, are proven to be un- uh, unpopular. Yeah, I suppose that is the key thing, actually. FSG listening to the audience, to the fan base, to the people that really matter and going back on their decision. As you say, the news confirmed then through a statement from the Chief Executive, Peter Moore. And midway through the statement, I'll just read a little bit of it now. It says, We believe we came to the wrong conclusion last week to announce that we intended to apply for the coronavirus retention scheme and furlough staff due to the suspension of Premier League football calendar and are truly sorry for that. Our intentions were and still are to ensure the entire workforce is given as much protection as possible from redundancy and or the loss of earnings during this unprecedented period. We are therefore committed to finding alternative ways to operate while there are no football matches being played and that that ensures we are not applying for the government's relief scheme. So as clear as day there, and as you say, Gorsley, really just highlighting the need that Liverpool now will look to... uh, live off their own means as opposed to relying on the government, which certainly wasn't a popular choice anyway. 
Yeah, so it's you know two hundred non-planes that the government under this coronavirus job retention scheme pay up, up to two and a half thousand pound a month. Which, um, if you're in that, you're on a salary of around about thirty thirty well thirty k a year. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I can only speculate, but I imagine that is below what um, or that is above what um, you know the, the, these non-playing staff generally earn. So Liverpool wouldn't exactly be saving a, a fortune. You know, it, it, it's big money for, for certain clubs. You know, further down the food chain, but Liverpool as Champions League winners, as Premier League champions elect, one of the absolute biggest clubs in the world. It, it's, a, it's a drop in the ocean for them. So was it really worth risking that? that you know that dent to the public image, um, just to pay um, staff using the, the government's money. Um, obviously, they thought it was at the time, but uh, thankfully they've listened to, to the outcry from from influential figures. Let's face it, Diddy Haman, uh, Jamie Carragher, they were both uh, very critical of it on Twitter. Danny Murphy called it grotesque, former Liverpool midfielder. So it's good that the, they they have been listening and, and um, reversed what was an unpopular decision. Um, so yeah, I mean. You've got to the right, uh, the right outcome in the end. Yeah, and Peter Moore finishing the statement saying that he would like to take the opportunity to thank those who have engaged in a productive fashion with the club, namely the the spirit of Shankly, the Mayor of Liverpool, Joe Anderson, the Metro Mayor, Steve Rotherham and local MPs. So it does just show really the uh, the power of the fan base in Liverpool coming together behind this issue and good to see the club actually making a very hasty and quick decision to reverse what initially was an unpopular call. Well, that's it here from us on Blood Red. Of course, you can keep up to date with all the going-ons in terms of this story and many more over on the Liverpool Echo website. Until next time, though, bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.